Well, broads, here's the thing. I just wanted to let you know this. It rained in LA this weekend, which it is hurricane. Shocking. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely hurricaned. But thank God I had just gotten my FabFitFun box in the mail recently mm. because I spent most of Saturday and Sunday in my summer and rose robe that I got in my delivery. And on top of that, I was also wrapped Sheek. in my unhide little marshmallow blanket, also courtesy of my recent a FabFitFun box. Well, I <laughs> I'm so sorry to let you down, broads, with that duet. I was somewhere else in my mind because I was thinking about how it was the perfect weather for those items that you just mentioned. If you're not a FabFitFun subscriber yet, what are you waiting for? It's the only premium subscription box that delivers full-size self-care and wellness products straight to your door every season. We look forward to our deliveries every single time, and truly, broads, the boxes do not disappoint. Order your winter box today. Sign up now so you can snag some amazing products like the cozy robe or the unhide blanket when you customize. Use coupon code chatty for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. That's fabfitfun.com. Code chatty for $10 off your first box. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh, well, broads. Oh, it's another week. It's another week in... Jess and I are on separate couches today, but the couches kind of look good together, to be honest. They do. They kind of work together. We are zooming it in for this one, and I do miss your presence, but honestly, like... The amount of whirlwind bachelor news that has been happening over the past, like, 24 hours, I can't even keep up. I can't keep up with this. It's kind of good because this episode was honestly really like fell a lot flatter than I thought it would I don't know if you felt that way did you feel like the episode fell flat it was so yes because it was so strange because there was like so much happened but also simultaneously like there was a lot that just felt missing I yeah I feel like it's because we're not we haven't been able to really get to know anybody and that's what I think too I felt like we were cutting between like a lot of comments from like random people so it was sort of like not yeah. Yeah, I'm over it. I want to get to know the people now. Now I'm like, okay, loves to see some drama, but also like I would like to get to know individuals for more than one line. You know, I think Matt's feeling the same way. That's kind of what I'm picking up on. I think maybe Matt's feeling the same way too. And part of me wonders if in the next episode we are going to see a massive chop. Like, is he going to get rid of numerous Well, women? I know because what, he let go like two? Yeah. And then they added. <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. He let he let go of two women and then they added more in. So it was like, well, I guess we're going backwards at this point. But I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling like next episode, they're going to get rid of like 10 people. Like it's going to be a big anyone who's involved in the Britney drama at all is like is going to get chopped. Oh, my God. I know. And OK, we're going to get into that. First of all, though, do we want to cover just like some of the news briefly? Because, okay, our episode last week, although I know it was probably your favorite episode ever. (laughs) Obviously. um, (laughs) It was a good episode, but it did not age well, us having recorded it Monday morning. Honest to God. That was the one week that we shouldn't have done that. I know. Usually it doesn't matter. Becca, I had to like, I had to get rid of so much because it just didn't age. Like it was like, this is not no longer relevant or it's the opposite. And the broads are going to tune in and you all are going to be like, 
what are you bitches talking about? Ends up being just like a 20 minute episode. <laughs> it's just like, whoops, we basically just talked about aliens the whole time, which worth it. But I mean, because we talked about just we talked about Sarah a whole bunch before we saw the episode. We talked about our speculations on what was going to happen with Dale and Claire before they officially broke up. It was just kind of goofy. So, I mean, that's happened since. Obviously. So, yeah. So let's talk about which I don't even care about anymore. <sighs> I know we have to we have to cover it briefly, though, because this whole Dale and Claire situation is V confusing because obviously Dale put out and we talked about it briefly on or I talked about it in an intro on the podcast briefly uh, his statement and then Claire comes <laughs> a few days later and was like I wasn't aware of this quote unquote mutual uh, post or announcement that was going to be made and he's by the way archived it and unarchived it like like <laughs> I don't know 15 times <laughs> 15 times it's wild and then and then she has been pretty quiet minus like a bible verse or two yeah but there's been lots of rumblings that dale has been was cheating on her the whole time there's this i don't believe that i don't think so either like there's this girl that keeps like that's floating around and it's this real estate agent but there's photos with her from like a year ago and they're in a mutual friend group and yeah, so everyone's I mean, like, oh, I saw that girl, too. I don't I think. Yeah, I think that's stupid. And they were out and about together. Like when, when I don't think and, you're going to. Yeah, I remember this. I remember this. And there was like paparazzi shots of them together yeah, when him and when him and Claire were dating. But I'm kind of like, well, they were friends beforehand. And the fact of the matter is, I know personally, I have a lot of male friends that I hang out with even as a married woman, okay? Yeah, so totally. Like, I'm sure that if, if someone was following me around with a the camera, there'd be millions of people being like, she's cheating. Oh my God. And it's just like, well, no, it's a friend of mine. I mean, the other side of it, you know, I know people are like, okay, Dale is a clout chaser is kind of what I'm hearing a bunch. Which, of course. Okay, I get that. But also like in the situation he was in, if I was in his position, like I, I don't know. I'm really in a mood today where I'm giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, but I'm oh my sort God, of like, Becca. <laughs> I know, I know this big day guys, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I could understand how you could get sort of like swept up in her season specifically. Yeah. Like I'm sure producers were making it all about him. Yeah. Not just with her, but with him too. And it's kind of like, I don't know. It happens. And then I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I like don't think he's I I don't I just like don't think he's a bad guy. I I feel kind of similar to you too and everyone's just like shitting on him right now and a, I'm a little bit like, "Hey, let's not forget how they were kind of pushed into this relationship." Yeah. And I, I we can I can believe that they both really liked each other and maybe this all happened too fast for one of them. Bro, it's a lose-lose. If he had not done it on the season and if he had been like, no, I don't want to get engaged to her, it would have been like, he's a young one who's here for clout. Like, and I feel like he would have been totally villainized. Like, I don't feel like he could have won in this situation. Yeah, totally. And I think, I also think too, I was in, I was interested because I saw, I think it was either on Facebook or Instagram comments, like screenshots of his sister, his little sister who came and visited him. Yeah, I saw that too. Right, commenting and being like, Standing up for him. Obviously, she's his sister, but being like, well, you know, the paparazzi doesn't post on everything. And I don't know. I my guess is that probably it was just like a mutual falling out. The whole her not knowing. That's a little weird to me. Like, dude, did you just go and like make this statement without talking to her? I don't think that's OK. I, 
I also like, but like, I like Claire, but I can also see how like a relationship with Claire might be a bit of drama. We saw the drama. We've seen the drama in past seasons. I actually reached out to Claire on Instagram and I was like, hey, just so you know, like we're we're going to be talking about this briefly. Like if you wanted to say anything, I'm assuming obviously she couldn't because yeah. of contract and all that. But I wanted to reach out because I am curious because a lot of her statements have been very vague. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious to see what what comes out. Obviously, will he go on Paradise um oh my god i don't think he will right he's I smart would, enough not to do that i'll say this if he does go on paradise my opinions might change swiftly me too for sure <laughs> i'll be like my guy you were trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here we're changing our two-day chatty brows we're giving people the benefit of the doubt okay but you going on paradise would not be it <laughs> It would not be it. Can you imagine the guys from Claire's season being like this fucking Jason? Guy? Can you imagine Jason? Jason will feel? be weeping on the sand, just like no. And you know that he'll take Jason's girl. Which I saw people on the internet being like, Jason and Claire, now's your time. Well, did you see Spencer post like he? So after, as soon as Dale announced the breakup, before Claire had said anything, Spencer, who didn't show up until Tasha's season went on his Instagram and tagged her and said, coffee? Bitch, stop. Can you believe? Shameless Spencer. I love it. <laughs> Shameless Spencer, who, by the way, when Tasha was interviewed by Ellen, like, who's the most awkward person? She said Spencer. <laughs> so I'm just like, Spencer, you got to get the hint. You got to get the hint. so funny. I was dying. Um, okay, well, thoughts and prayers with both of them. That sucks. I know. You know, I also think this is one of those situations, like, even, f- I don't know, It's it, the relationship is new, you know? You're stoked, whatever. Five months rolls around. That's a typical time during a relationship where you start seeing maybe, like, real sides of people. Yeah, no, it's true. Or five months of knowing someone, and it's, like, three or four months, you're like, this ain't working. Yeah, and you can only know so much from someone via Instagram observations, right? So it's like, yeah. like I mean, how how she, I remember <laughs> one of her biggest things is like, I could see that Dale wasn't drinking and she's not a partier, she doesn't drink. But I will be real with you, every time I saw them on Instagram lives and videos together, he was always hungover or drunk. And I was always a little weirded out by that. Like, that was one of the things that she said she had liked about him, but yet it appeared which no judgment to him, but it's kind of like, okay, it maybe she got that vibe from him via his Instagram. Maybe he was having sober months or whatever. And then that's not, you know, he's a younger guy who's still hitting the scene. And maybe that's just... That's cringe. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is my judgy side coming out. But like, if you have a partner, when you're that early on in a relationship and you have a partner that doesn't drink and you're literally getting drunk to the point of being hung over, it's like... That to me is weird. Now, granted, Why are you I'm hung- drunk alone. <laughs> granted, I'm hungover these days after like a glass and a half of wine. But yeah, but Evan is having a glass and a half with you too. That's and if true. you had a sober partner, you wouldn't be having three or four glasses of wine. I wouldn't even. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, sometimes. Not think, regular, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think everybody's different. But I, but I think that like it just seems strange that that was at least. And we were just. I was just seeing that via Instagram, not even like IRL, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, the big so thing that, that we really need to talk about is Matt. I'm in Matt's corner on this one. What? Oh my okay. god, we are gonna have we are about to have one of okay. those boxing okay, fights. Okay, 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 okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. I, I'm not actually like fully in his corner, but I decided <laughs> while I was watching, I was like thinking about this earlier because I actually listened to the podcast 
too. We'll, we'll get into this in a second. Explain. I listened to it too in, on commercials while watching the episode. <laughs> and I thought about it and I was like, you know, I'm just going to play Matt's side. I'm going to be like Matt's attorney on this one, basically. Okay, okay. And not saying that like, I'm definitely like not fully on his side, but I have some thoughts that are maybe not popular opinion right now. And just so just know when I'm going hard for Matt right now, part of it is just me just uh, like being an advocate for him, not necessarily reflecting my views and opinions of him, if that okay. makes sense. Because I think there is merit and and uh, and talking points about this stuff for sure. But OK, understood. You know. So I just want to give that disclaimer that if people feel like I'm r- r- like rallying too hard for him, I just want to play. I just want to throw out some opposing conversation. OK, well. I have many strong opinions. Oh. Now, now, okay. So should we talk about the video first? Let's or, talk about the video first. Okay, let's talk about the video. So for broads who haven't seen it, um, Bachelor Scoop, Bachelor Nation Scoop, I think it's, the video is yeah. kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, but it's a video of uh, Matt James, Tyler Cameron, and a couple of their friends golfing. Someone is mm-hmm. holding a camera. We don't see. It's one of Tyler. Where did this video come from, by the way? Someone else's story? It. I would imagine that it was the guy who was filming, who's one of their friends. It's just interesting because it didn't look like a. Uh, it didn't look like a screenshot from a story. It Maybe was it like was a, just zoomed in. Maybe okay. It, there was just something about it that didn't look. I don't know. It was interesting. Anyway. Well, I sort of wondered if this went into a group chat is my only point, not on Instagram. Oh, and like one of the friends. Someone's, yes. Interesting. Someone's trying to get that TMZ money. <laughs> Interesting. It doesn't seem to me like it was posted on a social media channel. Something, I could be completely wrong. Something to think about. Something to think about. Anyway. anyway. Um, well, one of the friends, Becca's getting a mango delivery. Mango delivery from Grayson the King. So, so one, one of the friends. So one of the friends is filming, and Matt James is attempting to make a putt on the golf course. And the caddy, who's a friend of theirs, he's dressed as a caddy, um, is trying to distract Matt from making the putt. So he starts to say a uh, uh, controversial things to mess with him, right? And what he starts saying is he asks about Victoria and basically starts criticizing her body and the way she looks. Like, mm-hmm. what's what's with her body? Like, you know, you were into... Like, uh, making statements like that. Oh, well, you kept on making out with that because it didn't look that good to me and da-da-da-da-da. Body shaming her, okay? And then we have Matt James and Tyler Cameron who are kind of off camera that you can just hear laughing about it. Wait, what was the first line the guy said? I watched this clip, I don't know how many goddamn times and could not understand the first sentence. Let me pull it up for us. How about... Okay. Because okay. I think it's important to hear um, hear the entire thing. Okay. This was originally posted by an account called Matt James Fan. It was posted by upgraded. a fan account? Yes, and this is the thing, though. It said, Matt's day yesterday, golf and dinner at Josie's. Updating this caption to apologize. I didn't hear the comments about Victoria's body when posting these clips. The to fact- be honest, I didn't, I didn't hear it the first time either. So basically, a Matt James Fan account posted it and other people picked it up. The fact that a Matt James fan account posted it. The irony. All right, here we go. Easy, Matty. You ain't got it, Matt. You ain't got it. <laughs> Matt's about to steal the deal for the win, baby. Let's go. Matt, let's go. Let's go. For the win, baby. Well, pretty much for the win. 
Look at Jerry all nervous and shit. Look at her, it doesn't look nice. And you've been making out with this woman. <laughs> Did someone pull the pen for me? <laughs> Jerry? <laughs> for the win, mate. What kind of is that? Who gave you that? Victoria, the queen. <laughs> I mean, are we going to have to... <laughs> yo, yo, Jerry's cheating. Those those Colombian strippers keep texting you. Well, I can't understand. I, I, I still cannot understand. All I hear was something about because it didn't look that good. That's the he only said, thing I he could said. He said, "How is Victoria's body? Because it didn't look okay. nice, and you kept mm -hmm. making out with that, and all the guys are cackling about it." Okay, mm -hmm. so he didn't say making out with that. He said you were making out with her. Yeah. Okay. Just, just correcting that line. And then what does he say? I don't at fucking the end? care because that, what does he say at the end? That douchebag. Well, then one of the guys, the guy filming it, his phone was getting like blown up, and he goes, "It was probably those Brazilian strippers, or excuse me, Colombian strippers." So I'm just gonna say, sounds like <laughs> a great crew of people just mocking. Okay, now a few things. I know that you're saying that uh, that he. This seems like a video that was. That was in no, the I don't think chat. so now. No, 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 I don't think so. Since it was originally posted by a fan account, they pulled it from somewhere. Um, I feel let's not. Let's let's take that off the table entirely. Okay, I think it, okay. it probably was posted on social media. All right. Well, then my biggest point is the fact that Tyler Cameron has almost 2.5 million Instagram followers and the fact that they're allowing this to be filmed and posted is mind boggling to me. And also like, holy shit. Like you're a like you see this conversation happening and you're letting it be posted and that is even like that's very troubling to me. Um, I am disturbed by the fact that these are the people that you're hanging out with because I'm sorry I got some shitball friends, but the the biggest then issue then to this too is that you're not saying anything. Even even if Matt James would have done a or Tyler Cameron would have done a hey guy guy guy. And mm -hmm. not even been like, hey, I want to sit down and talk with you about the wrongs of body shaming. Like, all I'm saying is even just like a, a knee jerk, like, whoa, guy, come on. That they just laugh. And that's it's watching that was extremely troubling to me, especially Tyler Cameron, who is the king of I'm woke on social media. All women are beautiful. I wrote a book called <laughs> You Deserve Better. Like, OK, OK, then why don't you say something to your fucking friend who's sitting, sitting here shaming a woman's body? I'll get behind that. You or know what I'm saying? So so I feel like. I understand that Matt James did not say anything. I understand that he wasn't the one saying this. But at the same time, I can't imagine I'm not trying to like pat our partners on the back. But if you know, like if, if they're sitting around with friends and someone says something like that, it's not just going to be a laugh. It's probably just gonna be like, dude, come on. Like, it's just it's just childish. It's gross. I think it's I think it's. Gross. I don't know. I have other opinions because a bunch of these accounts that are posting it now being like, oh my God, we're also making fun of like her bra and her under eye bags. And like, that's true. Everyone's been making fun of her appearance this whole time, like literally the whole time. And so I'm just like, 
literally that same account that posted it had was posting memes about her under eye bags. And I'll say for the record, I haven't said we commented on how the bra strap was was out and like, honey, get that tucked in. That's a that's a little different. But like, I don't know. I'm just like it's see my thing is just kind of like all these accounts that do post stuff like that. I'm like, then what do you what are you trying to like? I don't know. Also, it's like, man, I just sound like a I just sound like a douchebag saying this. But the reality is like a lot of people have that one friend. I do. Gray does. Like, I know plenty of people that do. And I think that especially if someone's a close friend, it's not always like. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like I have friends who are constantly saying inappropriate stuff. And I guess people could say like, well, then why are you still friends with them? And like sometimes it's like you can't say that stuff and having a conversation about it. And sometimes it's just like, let's get on with our golf game. I that's, that's kind of my side of it. So I'm like, I wouldn't make a point about now. This is actually where I changed my mind. Like in the video of it on its own, I'm kind of like, what, do you, what, what point are you trying to make? Like, OK, one of his friends is a scumbag like so many of us have fucking scumbag friends like he didn't say something in this moment like maybe he said something in another moment like that's kind of my take on it what i will say is they both have an opportunity now to just quick post a quick thing on their story just a screenshot just a little just a little and i don't know caption and i don't know if you noticed but both posted and what matt james posted was him on one of his abc food tours Mm. posted (laughs) a sweet now other th- other info is that he's apparently blocking and deleting any comment that is about the golf post on his most recent post. So anyone he probably re- he probably restricted his comments. I just got messages from a bunch of broads who are saying that they, they had gotten blocked, him. making comments about it, gotten blocked, gotten deleted. So he is he's very aware of what's happening, right? And Interesting. So, and so my and thing just is trying to brush it under. My thing is just like, listen, it is a very it's a very, very quick fix. You go on. Right. And you just say, you know what? That I like I'm embarrassed. That was wrong. I apologize. I never stand behind body shaming. And I should have spoken up that day. It's like, so whatever. it's a quick so thing. quick. It's so quick. Literally, all you don't even have to address it directly. Ugh, take this PR tip from me, boys. <laughs> Just post something like even just post like a selfie with like you and your mom. Be that guy. I'm not saying that this is the good response, but I'm saying just post a selfie, anything and just be like, like every single woman's like body is beautiful. Definitely going to be working more on speaking up and speaking out for like what's right and make it super vague like that. Sure. Even that even even that would I wouldn't be, be satisfied, but I'd be like, all right, there's a, there is a acknowledgement You're acknowledging it. And right? the other thing that I have like the major ick factor from is that a broad message this to me and I I don't have the, the resource. So, you know, I could be off on this one, but a broad message me saying that Matt James had said something about being excited about this season, including more inclusive sizing, which, by the way, fuck you, ABC, if that's what you're saying, because everyone is. He is, said that. I don't believe that. But you said that. I all I know is that that's what you know again that might be totally off but that is what someone was saying to me is that there was an interview somewhere and they mentioned inclusive sizing which again fuck you ABC because if that is not inclusive sizing um oh I thought you meant he brought it up that's why I was like I don't know no, no, you're no, telling no. me he I was no. like who who told him to say no that? someone <laughs> someone asked him about how he felt and he was like oh, I'm super excited blah 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 and then just to hear this you're just like dude I mean 
it's just, just I mean I am jaded about Matt that's why I just said that I'm like as if he would mention anything about body inclusivity like give me a fucking break I just am really disappointed because you know what it is you know what it is B I'm really what? disappointed because you and I before this season started were just like slamming we we're just like he's a, just a party boy with Tyler they're just a bunch of douchebag frat boys blah 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 and then we saw him on this and I was feeling so much warmth in my heart even the things that we'd heard beforehand that I was like, Ugh, I don't know, I don't know. And then hearing that coupled with the inter- the podcast interview about from his roommate, I was just like, dude, oh, I was just okay. bummed. The roommate thing, I feel way less strongly about and I'll unpack why. I, I, under- I understand that. I understand that. I'll unpack why. But, but, but it's just, it, it was just in the same day, both things. I was just like, dude, this bums me out so much. I think it is important to remember these all these are mega famous people who everything's under a microscope. I would say that like, I could see my partner being like in a similar situation, a friend or someone makes a comment and they don't say anything on camera. And um, I don't know. I guess I'm just saying I could see this happening to a lot of people I know and love who I know like aren't scumbags and like who care about women and they're in the same room with someone and maybe they should have said something and didn't. And so, I don't know. I feel like it is a pretty small, isolated incident. Like, I'm not going to let it... I don't know. Uh, Maybe people won't like that I'm saying this, but I'm not going to, like, let it necessarily, like, totally sway my opinion on him. I'm still, like... I'm just really hoping that a statement is made because I know that when we had um, Grayson and Evan did a bonus Chatty Bros episode, which, by the way, you all... you missed it, you all... Don't miss it. Yeah, check it out. They will be returning to do more because you all flipped and you loved it. Um, But they were talking about how, like, they don't know Matt and there's that feeling of, like, kind of wanting to be to a certain extent, like the nice guy, but then the cool guy, but finding yeah. his place. And, 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 you know, there's that part of me that it's like seeing that video and he didn't say anything, but he didn't, he didn't say anything. And then he didn't say anything, double not saying anything. And it's like, maybe trying to be just like, doesn't want to be that guy to like, be like, Hey guys, that that's not okay. But yeah, I, I don't know. And I'm hoping that he's, that he changes his tune and that he decides to speak up and say something now when people are upset. Yeah, but I mean, like, what does that even say if he just decides to do it if people are upset? Like, he did the same thing, apparently. Like, when we reposted what he said after the Capitol riots, apparently that wasn't until, like, a bunch of people were like, say something! Well, no, it was because he posted him golfing. (laughs) And people were like, what? This is poor taste. And I didn't know that either until we posted it on Chatty Broads. And I was like, okay. So... I don't know. You know, you if if he does say something, you're right. If he does say something, then it'll be like, what does this mean anything? I would just like what? Really- then we're gonna feel all warm and fuzzy because like finally he listened to people who were b- beating him over the head with it. It's like I would what, feel that doesn't mean anything. I would feel okay. I'll say this. I would feel okay if he if what he did was really really acknowledge what happened. If he does a like a cute PR move, like what you were talking about, I'll be like, I don't feel good about that. But if he actually like really acknowledges what happened and like that, how this is harmful. And I can't imagine like how many people watched that today and were very triggered by that comment. Like having to like, I'm sorry like that's, that's, and all I could think about B was the, was is he, if he winds up with someone, his potential fiance hearing that and being like, Oh, these are the conversations behind closed doors that are happening. It would piss me off big time. 
no, that are you kidding me? That type of dude is gonna say that to someone's face. Like that's the that's where I was sort of like that that dude is that guy in the group. He is. He's the guy that's. But in I'm the just bar. saying, what if? But what if the what if the 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 fiance of Matt James, or if he ends up with someone hasn't met him yet? He's an obnoxious gentleman who likes commenting on how women are not beautiful enough for him. He's that dude. Ugh. He's that dude. I don't Ugh. think it's a surprise to probably anyone who knows him. He's that dude. I'm hot. Not okay. I'm hot. not okay. Just saying it's probably no. My point is that it's probably no fucking secret. Let's get into the roommate. Let's get into the roommate. Okay. So um, on a podcast, and I so apologize that I don't have the name of it on me. Um, uh, it's called Stay at Home Pop. Stay at Home Pop. Okay. Um, the ex roommate of Matt James and her, she goes by Sophia. I don't know if that's her actual name or not. It is. I found her Instagram. <laughs> oh my God. T. Yeah. <laughs> she's like good. Fr- it seems she's like best friends with one of the hosts of this show. So yes. it seems from their conversation. Yes. So she's Matt was Matt James's roommate um, when he was living in New York. And we saw always Tyler Cameron over there right after Hannah's season when we we actually joked about at one point that Tyler was like couch surfing and we're like, guy, you have so much money now. You do one Instagram post and you can make like a hundred K. Like, come on, dude. Like, like, and you're just just on Matt James's couch. Um and this woman ends up um this woman ends up going on the podcast and talks about how she did not like Matt James. She did not have a good roommate experience with Matt James. Apparently, Tyler was crashing on the couch for months at a time. It was a very small New York, New York apartment. Um, she was saying that Matt James would make doubles of their keys and would like give it to random some of his like football <laughs> friends, other Bachelor Nation people. And she said, I am a single woman living by myself and would have rand. I'd wake up and random like big men would be inside my home. And when I tell you my blood boiled, my blood is boiling. Now, I have had some bad roommate situations. So I'm just like, please go reference our episode <laughs> Nightmare Roommates. It's episode probably 50 something with Craig Conant. That is one you are not going to miss. When Jess says she has had bad roommate experiences, these are truly roommate experiences like no other, like absolutely no other. And you like, I'm, I cannot overstate this. You need to go listen to it. Continue on. Thank you. It was, it was a moment in my life. Um, <laughs> But as a I have never lived with a man before and being a woman and the idea of waking up and having random like especially these big like these big men in my apartment that I don't know just like wandering around. They were his prior like foot. Yeah, like football teammates. Right. And she said at one point, one of the guys from, (laughs) exactly. One of the guys from like Bachelor Nation, she said at one point thought it was Matt's room, her room and barged into her room in the middle of the night. She didn't name who it was. But I'm just like, that's, this is terrible. Like, this is terrible. This is a nightmare roommate situation. I'd be like, I am living in a frat house and all these guys are staying for free and I have to pay probably just everything because it is a New York apartment and those cost. Oh my God, that was so funny. She said that Tyler would sleep on like a crusty, what she said, like she said like a, I can't remember what she said, some very strong word, like like a crusty bean bag, like yeah. underneath oh. his mat, lo- Matt's loft bed. 
for like three or four months. Like the, the now that the mental picture and then of that. She w- meanwhile, he was being seen by G with Gigi Hadid. Yeah, she was like, you're dating Gigi Hadid, dude. Like, get it together, okay? Gigi She's like, Hadid is like, he's a normal dude. <laughs> he's just a normal guy. He's just a normal guy. <laughs> and also just like picturing this and now knowing like he was crashing on his apartment for forever and now seeing Tyler Cameron's um, YouTube oh where God. every single YouTube is now like taking a hot tub or doing a hot tub night with Matt James the Bachelor uh, doing facials with Matt James the Bachelor. That's how he's titling everything and it By is so By the way, so they thirsty. live together in what's like apparently like an $8,000 apartment in New York. Well, you know, they've really moved moved into that space but <laughs> they- <laughs> I'm just like now knowing that. And so she said that she sat down with Matt and was like, I'm not comfortable with this. And that Matt said to her, I don't care. (laughs) See, it was interesting, though, because the tone of her was also like, like she was being serious, but she was also like, okay, first I read an article about it where it was like, she says Matt is the worst and that he says like he didn't care. And when I read it, I don't know sometimes reading's a little different than hearing it because she was like oh my god like matt is the worst like i didn't we had like an altercation at the end like blah 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 like she was being serious but it was also kind of like because she also talks about how disgustingly dirty she was too and how they all enabled each other to like be really gross yeah they're so all kind of like okay like it put it in a little bit different perspective for me where it's like yeah he's probably a shitty roommate but kind of sounds like maybe she was kind of a shitty roommate too you know I what mean, I mean? Like it was sort of a little well, bit more I think that it was tone. Like, shitty. No, it was like shitty in the way that, like we're all dirty. But well, like she said, she would like steal his cookies and stuff, which I know isn't on the same level. But it kind of sounds like I, I think that she can have as many cookies as she wants when he has people crashing for months at a time. Which, by the way, I've had before, where Me I've lived too. with someone where they let someone, and it's just like at first you're kind of like, oh yeah, a couple weeks here and there. That's still, it's a lot, especially when you're in a small place. Months, people coming in and out, keys, they're not paying rent. Like, I'm fuming. Maybe it's because, like, I've been that person before. <laughs> I would have kicked your ass out, my love. I can't. with the, with. No, I've never, I've never actually been that person. If anything, no, what it's more like is, like, I've been someone's girlfriend who's lived with them for six weeks. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, which sure. is even still a completely different situation. It's a, it's, I think that it's a different, and again, especially <laughs> being a single woman, and it's like, excuse me, I'm just not comfortable with men having keys to my apartment going in and out. Plus, I can just imagine what the bathroom looked like. Like, oh, oh god, a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. And apparently, there was a third roommate. So I, I would to love to. He- I would this love is, to hear. This is the one we need to hear from. Yes. Third roommate, if you're listening, please contact us. We'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Actually, no, the roommate thing sucks. It's not, it's definitely not okay. I guess what I'm all coming back to is it seems like we're making some pretty like steep character judgments based on these two very small glimpses into someone's life. Like, I feel like that video to make like a character judgment about Matt from it is like really a stretch. I think that it's I think that it's a combination. I think that it's a combination of basically Claire's season starting and her calling him out for trying to get on the show for oh, the wrong no, reasons. That did not age well, Claire. No. Your man's is a clout chaser. I know, it's rough. So she called out Matt for that and then said, like, oh well, he got what he wanted because he's the bachelor, blah, blah, blah. And then Matt having all like the major COVID parties during the height of coronavirus at like the, I think it was like in April, um, having these big old parties. Okay. He was hosting them? 
well, it was like him and Tyler and they were, they were filming, they were filming and it was like, there were tons of people. And then, and then everyone was talking about, you know, having a problem because Matt James was a Republican. And then what happened was he changed very swiftly when he started to get shit. He unregistered himself as a Republican and went to like no party. So it felt a little bit like you did that because you were getting being given a hard time, which it's like, okay, if you believe in something, but then you're but then you're going to switch it because people are giving you a hard time. And now the capital piece where people were like, this is in poor taste. And now these. So I think people are like, okay, like we're feeling frustrated, Matt. I think that's what's happening. End of the day, it's the fucking Bachelor. What the fuck are you expecting? He's Tyler Cameron's best friend. They literally made merch together before the season. (laughs) These are like, they've literally always been the cringiest bros. I don't know why y'all are acting like you're surprised. That's what I have to say on that. However, I am very disappointed by it. Not really very disappointed. I'm I'm bummed. I hope to see some redemption arcs for Matt because I was like, I've been wanting to be in his corner. Matt, I'm fighting for you. Matt, I, I know. am out here looking like a fool trying to defend you, Matt. <laughs> on, Matt Bruh, please. Have me out here looking dumb. Like, hear me out. Turn turn your life around. I, yes, all these things. I am disappointed. Um, I really hope that we hear from him. Um, maybe by at this point we will have we're recording this at nighttime but we demand a statement we, <laughs> we demand, demand a statement, statement. <laughs> <laughs> but also with what you're saying what do you expect I was noticing that during this episode when people were talking about like you know uh, uh, the women shaming someone for sex work I was just like well again Unfortunately, this is a this reality TV show, The Bachelor. I mean, this is this. Oh, is I truly can't wait to get into this un, 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 and go <laughs> the fuck off. Oh, I'm ready. Let's, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's take a pause and get right into I it. I cannot wait because I have some things to say. Okay, me too. Um, all right, broads. It is no secret that sometimes life gets way hectic. Funny enough, the things that bring me the peace of mind when I feel like I'm mere seconds away from imploding are the classics. Things are just always good no matter what like these. Classic comfort food like chocolate ice cream, classic TV shows like The Office, and classic games like my current favorite Best Fiends, which may not be as old as some of these other classic favorites, but as soon as I played it for the first time, I knew it was an instant classic for me. You know, I have to say, I feel the exact same way. I heard about Best Fiends through another podcast, actually. It's a mobile puzzle adventure game. It already has 100 million downloads. So, you know, a bunch of other people are trying it, too. And it's definitely something I know I can do to just get a quick brain break in between meetings or if I just need to unplug for a few minutes, reset. Best Fiends does that for me. So I'm definitely not a big gamer. So I was a little skeptical. But that's one of the reasons that Best Fiends is so awesome, because you can play as much or as little as you like. And it's fun and it's engaging no matter what i love to actually play while i'm waiting for the laundry when the kids are asleep it's like a little reward for myself in between everything because i'll be honest doing laundry putting away laundry is not my favorite thing in the world girl same it's a good idea though best fiends will uh, be waiting for me as i do this laundry i have a little friendly competition going with my husband which is hilarious because we're two very competitive people but it's so great because there are over five thousand puzzles to solve so we can pretty much play a quick round anytime we want and we never run out of levels download best fiends free today on the apple app store or on google play that's friends without the r it's best fiends 
Well, Broads, I swear you can ask any person over the age of 30 what they wish they learned in high school, and nine times out of 10, the answer will be the same. It's finances okay 100 percent true i I was having that conversation with a friend the other day it's it's so frustrating honestly no offense but i never use algebra since the day i walked out of high school for the last time but learning how to manage my finances that would have been useful information um instead i like a lot of people made some less than superb financial decisions in my early 20s that took way too long to correct um some of them i still am correcting and i wish i had a resource like upstart back then yeah, that's true. I mean, for a while, I was seriously avoiding my credit, checking my credit score out of anxiety for a long time. If only I had Upstart. It's the fast, easy way to get a loan to pay off all the personal debt that may or may not be haunting you. So far, over half a million people have used Upstart um, have used Upstart to help consolidate high interest debt, pay off credit cards, or fund personal expenses. Upstart makes it super easy for you by giving you one simple fixed monthly payment. If you've been looking for a sign to get your finances under control, this is it. It takes less than five minutes to check your upfront rate for loans ranging from $1,000 all the way up to $50,000. You can even get approved the same day and could have the funds to you in just one business day. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash chatty. That's upstart.com slash chatty. Don't forget to let them know we sent you. And loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. So go to upstart.com slash chatty. All right. Well, let's, okay, let's get into the goddamn episode. <laughs> let's finally get into this episode. There was just so much. But I think okay. there are some just big main pieces that we can talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Because yeah. there... there there was a lot of filler in this episode. There was a lot of filler. There was a lot of like one lines as you're trying to take notes. That didn't, yeah, that didn't have to do with anything else that was happening. Yes. Did you find that it, like stuff that wasn't, I don't I know, felt super like, relevant? I feel like there was a, a quite a bit of editing in this episode, Becca. It felt very yes. much like catching people saying things and I'm going, hmm, what is this trying to make certain people look I like? I agree. I'm like, are these even from the same scenes sometimes when people were saying certain things? I don't know. I felt the same like way. Like when they're doing the roundabout the room and mm-hmm. you're like seeing different backgrounds between like six different people talking. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think these were like two or three different conversations that were mm-hmm. pasted into one. Yep. Yep. I, I, there okay. was, there was a couple moments where I was just Got like, on the same page. are you kidding me? Like she said what? And then part of me was like, was this edited at a different time? Because yeah, there just, was one part in particular where Victoria says something in like a room full of all of them. I don't know where it was. And I was like, I don't, I, I literally wrote down, like, I don't think this is from the same scene. I was but. even hearing like major Frankenbite clips when they were starting to box. And Katie was just like, get ready, Jessenia. They, a simple comment like that. I heard her be like, get ready, Jessenia. And you're like, that was all put, like, what? Like, why? No, it's like, get ready, Jessenia. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, why that? Did you, fr- like, why did you make that thing happen? I don't know. I wonder that sometimes when I hear the clips being pasted together like that. And I'm like, how is this advantageous? Did you really not have anyone saying if, I think sometimes they just can't find someone saying something like, good and boxing related i'm just like like, listen we are all very much enraptured by what's going on already you don't need to like make it more chaotic i'm watching the women put on boxing gloves and hit each other in the face do you remember bird box gate in on colton season where they made taisha making a bird box reference when that movie came out yes Okay, background for the broads. Some of the OG broads may remember this. But on Colton's season, 
there's a clip where Tasha is saying something like this isn't bird box or something. She's like, it was a spliced together clip that was like, this isn't, no, no, it, at first I didn't know it was spliced together. It was like, this isn't bird box because she was being blindfolded or something. The movie had come out and I was like, wait a second, this season was filmed in September. That movie didn't come out till November because there's a big gap between filming at the bachelor yes. and when it airs in January. Yes. And I looked it up and I was like, bird box came out like after this. And why? So why would she say that? And I went back and watched it, and it was one hundred percent like pasted together. And it was crazy. <laughs> Post production had found her saying all those words to piece together her saying like this is bird box. I just That's don't wild. You oh, can make I up a sentence that didn't happen. It's that that is very very scary. That's very scary. Very That's scary. Like, hardly legal. That's hardly legal. So I always. I have a big question mark now whenever I, you know, when if it's, when someone says something off camera, I'm like, let's big let's ask big questions because they were actual like full blown sentences and ideas created that didn't exist when Tasha was actually saying them. <sighs> all all for what? Just like a funny little pop culture re- reference, not even relevant to the to the plot of the show it's like we really didn't need to have like a ooh. they really just they really just had some extra hours to kill and they're just like oh <laughs> so let's throw in a bird box reference that'll that's take relevant up, pop culture <laughs> that'll take up half of a second <laughs> like what if they have that much time on their hands what kind of devil's work are they concocting in the rest of the time devil devil's work absolute yeah. satanic practice okay <laughs> this, this is a yes this is this is satanic this is satanic <laughs> So, so I didn't even remember where we were at the beginning of the episode. Like, I was like, wait, what is Matt talking about having a hard day? I couldn't even remember. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, Sarah, that seemed like a million years ago. Why do these weeks feel so short and yet so long? Okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's the first question. Um, Well, you know, he's he's mourning over the loss of Sarah. Um, More tired than I am right now. Yeah. He was like, Lord, the man was unwell, exhausted. Well, then we see Victoria. I'm speaking to the other women and she's like, well, good. The trash took itself out. And Katie (laughs) is not happy. And she's just like, can we just stop? Like, this is she's gone. Can we just be done with this? Like, this is just bullshit, whatever. And then Queen Queen Victoria tells her to shut up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like we went from an episode where Queen Victoria was horrific. And then last episode where it was like, there's something kind of funny and they're all joining. And now this one again, I was like, this is out of control, which by the way, everyone's talking about this mugshot that's floating around of Queen Victoria where she like participated in petty theft and everyone's freaking out. I'm just like, are we surprised? Oh yeah. No, I commented under someone's post and I was like, I fall more and more in love with her every day. When someone posted that and people are like, what you idolize her because she shoplifts. And I'm like, (laughs) Okay, guys, it's a reality show. She is unreal. She it calls herself the queen. Like she calls if herself I the say queen. I'm in love with her. I'm clearly being ironic. I'm not. Do you this think is, I want her to be? People are like, she's not a good role model. I'm like, did you really think I was advocating for her to be a public role model? This what is very ironic. Earth? That was one of the things last episode where people were upset that we thought she was funny. I'm like. We think she's funny, ironically. If I had, Do you understand how exaggerated she is and how was, funny it is, how ridiculous it is? If I was one of these women, I would be fed up 
with her. Like no one would believe, but I would also just be like constantly laughing to myself. Which is, I think that's what everyone is doing. It's just like, you see everyone kind of like tolerating her because she's kind of entertaining. Yes. All the girls around her. Yes, but even though someone who was laughing at her a lot this episode, who I don't feel that way about, is Anna. T. <laughs> T. Anna. Okay, so some of their conversations they have. Um, he has a really good conversation right off the bat with Chelsea. Well, oh yes, not- when they when they when you're talking about when they started in their group date. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Matt and the. Ladies yeah. on this. So they end up having, even though he was supposed to have a full group date with them, that didn't happen because of Sarah. So again, someone else infringing on their time. The women are frustrated. I don't blame them. And yes, right away, great conversations. Chelsea and Matt. I mean, Chelsea is... Has I mean, to- Matt really wasn't saying much, but Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea talks about how um, she shows a photo um, of herself to Matt when she had long hair and she talks about how emotional hair can be, um, how she felt years pressured to have her hair chemically straightened because she was like in a predominantly white school um, and just a really like a, a powerful conversation. Um, it was, yeah, it was, she talks about like how she felt freedom shaving her head and how comfortable she feels now and how that was like a big shift for her. And he's really supportive and really sweet to her just being like, well, you're hot. <laughs> basically what he says about that he's like well i think you look hot with any hair <laughs> he's just like you're just kind of like want to make out goes in for the make out yep. and uh he tells her he's like yeah well every time you come in the room it's a wow moment and um i'm like yes i believe that everyone would agree with you about that one match he had some he had some he had a little bit of game there he did have a little bit of game uh we saw him chatting with mari with piper who we see more of piper this episode mm-hmm. which i was very we happy do. about love piper she might be a sleeper I think I think Piper's a sleeper too. We're starting Matt seems to get, like he's falling in love with everyone. By the way, Matt I think is falling in love with maybe seven people right now. Yeah, I, think so. <laughs> I really think so. Like I could probably actually count up ser- like to seven: Serena, Katie, Rachel, Abigail, Michelle, uh, Michelle Brie. Uh, yeah, Brie. Oh my god. Um, Piper, <laughs> Piper. Yeah, that's seven. That's seven. Easy. Wow, beautiful. But Kit, he was really feeling too. That's, that's true. Eight. He was starting to be into. <laughs> it's like Matt. Of course, of course, they bring Ben in later because Ben's like, I'm gonna have to walk you through how to say I love you to a lot of women <laughs> because obviously. Do we even count Chelsea? Is that nine? Oh my god. Is that is he in love with nine women? Well, I, yeah, this is going to be a great season. This is going to be wild. Um, um, so oh then, my god, Victoria and Katie's conversation. Yeah, so back at the house, Victoria and Katie are continuing to talk, and Victoria summons Katie into her chambers. She's like, "Come, I must speak to you. Sit." Like she is treating Victoria like like treating Katie like she actually yeah, is wants, a queen, and wants Katie to apologize for telling her to stop. <laughs> being a bully the gall on this woman is unparalleled oh but it was paralleled by katie because katie stood her ground oh she was like i deserve an apology i deserve an apology because i was just expressing myself i'm like oh if that's how apology works no yeah she said she said you can't silence my self-expression that's what she was saying like oh is that is that how life works i was unaware of what it was like to be a queen (laughs) but katie's like i'm not apologizing like 
I'm not doing that. That's what I'm saying. Victoria was paralleled by Katie because Katie is like, <laughs> you see Victoria like not knowing what to say. She's getting all caught up. Katie's like, I'm going to tell you if you're being a bitch. And like, I don't feel bad. And then Victoria's just like, well, you're a bitch. <laughs> she just doesn't really have anything to say. She and also he, comes for Katie's, comebacks. she also comes for Katie's vibrator. Like the vibrator is a human being. She's just like, well, what? I hate your vibrator. Like, and then she's like, I love my vibrator. Like what? Oh my God, that was so funny. She's like, how dare you say something about my vibrator behind its back? Bring my vibrator into the conversation if you're going to have words about it, okay? We're going to sit my vibrator right you here. can't silence my self-expression. I mean, I cannot even... I couldn't wrap my brain around when she said that. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Katie, in this episode, is, I believe, maybe one of the most, like, shining nights I've ever seen on the show like she, like she, going against e- almost everyone to do what's right i was like shaken impressed mm-hmm. she actually reminds me of a really outspoken ver- version of becca k like yeah i don't know becca k was like really sweet and like really wouldn't ever participate in like bad mouthing everyone it was really nice but she just doesn't have the same like outspoken personality or like a forward. I mean, she does. I just, it's just different. That's all. Maybe Katie has a more confrontational aspect about her. Maybe but if she, Becca she, K was on the season now, that's more how Becca would be. No, but Katie has like a certain aggressiveness about her. And like would in like a good way, but she just has a, like a certain kind of aggressiveness but it is she uses it for justice. Yes, is, she is but, a justice but anyway, warrior. <laughs> kind of reminds me of she kind of reminds me of Becca. But um, well, okay, okay. So yeah, Chelsea gets the rose. Then Chelsea gets the rose. Um, and you know everyone's kind of like people. People are starting to get a little restless. They're get, starting to get frustrated already. And then there's the night for the rose ceremony. Oh, my God. And that's when shit really starts to hit the fan. Okay, basically, Um, like, you know, he talks to Piper. We see more of her. We see more of him with Kit. Yada, yada, Okay. The meat and potatoes is that Victoria's crying to him, I guess, when when he gets interrupted by Chris Harrison to pull him to meet the new women. (laughs) She, not only is she crying, she had made a declaration beforehand to producers. Like, she was like, I'm going to talk to Matt first. I don't give a rip about anyone else. I'm going to talk to him first. Apparently, that's not what the producers wanted because they wanted her to be interrupted. So they didn't let Victoria speak to him first. So, you know, she's already frustrated beyond belief that she didn't get first round. And then she gets interrupted by Chris Harrison after she's as she's crying. And as Chris Harrison walked up, I was like, oh, Chris, you're about to get killed. You're now on Katie's or on on, uh, Victoria's hit list. It's mm-hmm. game over for you, but <laughs> she yeah. hates you now. Yeah. Not good. And you know when the queen hates you, it's game over. I wonder how Chris feels about her. That's really what I want to know. Okay, so Chris just springs it on him. Like, Matt had to have some idea this was going to happen, right? But he, I don't know, because he looked like he was having a panic panic attack where he's telling having to coach himself through breathing. He looked pretty surprised to he me. He looked shooketh. Because everyone thought Sarah was coming back. Maybe that's what he thought was happening at first. Oh, I still think Sarah's coming back. She's coming back in a big way. (laughs) I do too. 
her her her, her recent IG lives show me that she's coming back. Hmm. She's All been right, well. she's been doing some IG lives with Noah, Spencer, Chasen. They're literally all irrelevant people, though. Yeah, but I think that uh, if she's not not be come paradise, that's what I was going to say. I think they're going to be a paradise crew. New quarantine crew. Okay. So (laughs) Um, Matt is. I hated the quarantine crew so much. I hated. (laughs) I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not one to police COVID police people, but I was like, you guys all flew to live in an Airbnb for like two months. Are you. It was at the top. I was so. I was so mad. I was just like, your life is so perfect. And I'm so jealous of you right now. Yeah, and then they even trademarked. I was eight months pregnant. Yes, you were eight months stuck pregnant. in a home with a toddler. Doing doing these uh, these podcasts via Zoom. <laughs> I was jealous. What am I going to say? Anyway, um, so Matt Matt is so is in so much shock. I feel like he's about to pass out. I do feel for him in this moment because Chris Harrison reminds him that they had a record response because he was the Bachelor. <laughs> and so we're bringing because like, he was the bachelor because yeah, you were the okay. bachelor so we are making sure that you have all your options more women and i was sitting here going what a move what a move if matt james would have been like chris i i don't know if i feel right doing this now i feel bad because there's these five women who have been quarantined yeah. up and going through the process so you feel the guilt in that way but if matt would have been like chris Bef- like this would have been the fucking move if you would be like chris before we bring the women out i'd like to go speak to the women inside and let them that- know what's happening and like communicate let's have a conversation so that these women just don't walk into the room and shock them after them b- being there for numerous weeks no they're killing the poor man they're killing him no killing they- him softly they're just like oh you mean the guy who's never been bachelor before we're gonna throw him the biggest loop that he's anyone's never ever experienced been, been on the show which, he's never by been the way, on the show Later on, he's like talking to one of the girls and he's like, yeah, I totally I totally hear you. Like this process is hard. And I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You literally have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know. You can't tell them that what they're doing is hard. Usually the bachelor is like, yeah, I know what it's like. Like it's rough. And he's just like, yep, the process. And it's like, bitch, you have never met Chris Harrison before. Yeah, He's just like, he's just like, yeah, Tyler, you know, he's told me like there were some rough (laughs) days. That's the vibe I get, bro. That is the vibe I get. Tyler uh, sat me down over some pizza and like, let me know like it was going to be tough. And like, (laughs) yeah. Hannah and I really talk. Actually, actually, I bet Hannah did give him advice on like what it feels like to be one of the girls. I bet Hannah actually did give him advice. I agree. Yeah, she seems like not she to mention because she had to deal with the Kaylin situation, and then on her season, she had to deal with the Luke P situation. So actually, Hannah has has been through. She has it. insight. Yeah. So he, she actually probably did give him a lot of insight on like how to handle some of the drama stuff. Yes, and I believe I don't know if we know this. I believe Hannah and Tyler will show up at some point. I'm sure. Um, and probably give him more advice. Um, so anywho, we get to meet the new women. As the yeah. other women are seething, seething. <laughs> um, first, we meet Brittany. Okay, I don't like that entrance at all. I'm not being sexist or slut phobic or whatever you- 
people can say, but like, I I was like, don't do that. Ew. No, it was, you know what it was? It was just like, it was very, it felt very non-consensual. She grabbed his face with her hands like this and just yanked him in. Later, he said he liked it, but it was. I think he was uncomfortable in the moment. I mean, how can you not be? Be Knowing, knowing that everyone's watching, even if let's just say. I mean, the guy, the poor guy is getting hit like a million miles a second with like, actually, we're going to add more women. Are you ready? Take deep breaths. First one comes out, grabs him by the face. He's probably thinking everyone's watching, but like, I don't want to. I I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan. I don't like that either. But But, yeah. But but then Brittany walks in and Brittany walks in. Tori is like, are you a backup? I mean, I could not believe Brittany walks in. She's got a little bit of an attitude like where she's just like, but she's like, hi, surprise. And she, Victoria right away is so rude to her. I noted, I noted right away, Maggie and Brie were like, you can come sit and let her sit in between them. I was like, check and check. Love you girls. Um, Piper was just kind of like, yeah, this fucking sucks. But (laughs) Victoria is just like, not allowing it. Well, she has a quick response where she's like, no, they saved the best for last. And Victoria's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and, then, and then she calls her a slur. <laughs> this is what I called people in junior high. I have no, I've never even heard that word in my entire Are you life. No, a slur. I'm like, am I old? Is this like a young thing to say? It's, yeah, it's just something. It's just stupid. It's, yeah, but yeah, slur. It's, it's slut and whore. And I was just like, oh, my God, here we go again. What a nightmare. Like, yep. <laughs> well and then and then michelle shows up yeah um and then ryan and then kimberly who by the way i am when i tell you i'm devastated that kimberly didn't get to stay because i knew i had checked out all five girls instagrams beforehand Mm -hmm. and over this weekend i fell in love with kimberly she is a cardio surgical icu nurse and her instagram is fire her fashion is sick and i was like she's so cool her like she does she had all these like makeup posts with like cool colored eyeliner that i'm like definitely saved them and will be stealing looks later uh-huh. <laughs> and then she was just gone right away i was actually devastated project i was really hoping yeah, to see her fire fashion her. sad about it um and then catalina shows up sash has lots of followers already just a, another just some a, tea a, a queen what some tea a miss universe puerto rico huge mari is quaking okay and she's actually an entertainment and business attorney which i think makes her the third or fourth attorney on this season and i'm like damn this is holy cow yeah attorney is like the new the new real estate agent of this show (laughs) i'm I'm here for it i'm I'm here for it okay amazing well and of course she comes in with the crown so victoria is like i'd like to meet you <laughs> takes like, her crown off. poor catalina is just has no idea what's happening to her she was like what the the fuck catalina catalina's probably like i've watched numerous seasons of this show and i've never seen that before so what's happening like, who's Bitch, this what? is this a joke matt did you is- see by the way that victoria was on selling sunset buying like buying an 11 million dollar (laughs) house yes looking into one quote and everyone was talking to about like how she has things written down that she's like an actress and they think you know producers planted her 
I I believe that Victoria is a personality that is I, I truly believe that she is not a plant. I think she is I don't a, think so either. a personality and I think she is someone who I could see being like, I'm really going to dedicate myself to this role. I mean, let's remember the confidence coach did come out and say that she contacted her. And so I'm like, is Victoria just really leaning into a role right now? If she ends up coming out and being like the next A-lister was like, I was doing a role the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to, yeah, this is probably all for her audition for, um, what's that Bachelor spoof show? Not spoof, where they do like the dramatized version. I forget the name of it. You know what I'm talking about anyway. Or like she's like, I've been, I wanted to play Paris Hilton in like a future film coming up. So she's like playing this like over the top, you know, she's just really leaning into it and seeing how people react. Horrible idea for her. Okay. So meanwhile, Matt's panicking, having to breathe. Um, He, he knows that he's walking into his grave. He's taking deep breaths outside and is about to wander into this home. Katie, because Katie is how Katie is and understands all things. She's like, oh, she's like, sorry if you guys feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And she's also just like, he might want to explore. That's just the reality of the situation. (laughs) Okay. So we got to get into this tea because right away, Anna is like, she says she knows Brittany, except she doesn't know her. All she knows is that she fucking sucks. And this is interesting because later on, Brittany says that two girls know her and i'm like who is the other girl i wrote that down too i'm assuming that it's victoria and she doesn't actually know her but Brittany maybe is under the impression okay but maybe not maybe we'll find maybe we'll find out who the other person is maybe it's one of the lead people that they don't want to look bad now well Got Who's some mess from Chicago. What I, I I have to look it over, but I got some messages from um some broads, uh, and I'll talk about it when we get to that scene. But there is a scene later on where Victoria is being extremely unkind, and it looked like they did some editing to not let us see um not a wonderful moment from a character that we enjoy. So Who? Abigail. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I believe it. So, so, you know, maybe, maybe the other person is someone that, like you said, they're trying to make a good bachelorette edit or a final, a top two edit. And so they they don't want to look good for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. Interesting. So, um, also I feel like in my personal opinion, I believe that producers specifically picked someone who they knew was going to bother Anna. Because from the very first episode, even when we just looked over the cast bios, all four of us when we looked over the cast bios were like, this is someone that the production will want to break. She looks Mm -hmm. like she's just one thread away from snapping, okay? (laughs) Just the wide eyes always, and just like, I have so much caffeine in my blood! And I feel like she's been handling everything fairly well. And I think producers are like, let's throw in someone that Anna knows. The final straw for Anna to watch Anna snap. And I Anna feel like... Anna is wild looking, dude. The faces that she makes and stuff, like... <laughs> M- McKenna is is quaking. McKenna <laughs> is just like, I'm no longer a meme. It is only Anna. When the face is just like, she entertains men. It's just like, oh God. It's like, it, yeah, it's like she can't help it. And it's so 
funny. Like, she, it's not like she looks bad. She just has these incredibly expressive expressions. <laughs> so expressive. And like I said, also, I think she was just one moment away from snapping. I think she's uh-huh. trying to still smile, but is fully like she's she's out. She's, she's out like, there. I she's can't gone. do this anymore. Like, I am I am no longer down to play this game. Oh, I'm no longer boy. down to play nice with this game. Um, And I think they I think they did it on purpose. I think it was someone that she knew on purpose. Well, okay, so he has to then, meanwhile, start over all these conversations from the ground up with all these new girls. But, like, let's just talk about how it was the worst cocktail party and rose ceremony basically ever. Everyone, literally everyone looked pissed at him when he started giving a little speech. Oh, everyone. Everyone was angry with him, especially because he was taking all this time with the new girls, obviously, to get to know them. And so everyone who was hoping to maybe have a moment with him was like, now, you know, Sarah was the reason that so many of our things were cut short this last week and now all these five new girls this week he was giving roses to some girls from the original cast by the way who i have never seen in my life (laughs) not on the cast list like i don't know who these women were it's still it's still there's still enough people that i'm like "Hmm, do i remember you (laughs) i'm not sure crazy I, I there's a couple people where i was straight up like i have not seen this person on the show <laughs> never also the past three weeks let's let's be real we've really only seen four major like people during storylines for the True. most part it's just constant the same people True. Um, well he when he gives out these roses when he stands there at first he's desperately trying to say the right thing and he's just like uh, hello, new ladies. I'm um, I'm sure it's been tough so far, but uh, other ladies, um, love you lots. Uh, <laughs> I just had no clue. He had no clue what to say. Not not an idea. It's so unfair for everyone. It's unfair for literally every single person involved. For him, for every woman on both sides, is just continuing doing this. I have a huge issue with people being unkind. Right. But I felt bad for everyone in this circumstance, for sure. Yeah, like, you, your world is so upside down. I think that people, it, it actually really freaks them out when they're, like, you have so much unpredictability in the process, and then you're thrown this truly unpredictable factor, something that's never really happened, and it's just, <laughs> like, you you don't know. It's so much stress to the system. Like, I think people oh my are God. truly not knowing how to handle it, and it is, like, Almost this instinctual, like, you know how they did that horrible, like, prisoner prison guard study, like, in Stanford? Yes. I'm like, we're watching, like, the Stanford prison experiment play out. The way the OG girls were, like, banding together, it was like a survival instinct, actually, to, like, protect themselves against the new women. (laughs) And the new women are coming in all fresh and chippered, like, just... And they... And MJ's mean while, like, we've seen things, like... (laughs) Like, I'm like, like, bro, like, you like guys are actually like, losing your minds in this process. Like, they are actually breaking each and every one of you mentally. Yes, like, yes. We are dude. Wa- we are watching science right now. Like, we are watching a psychology experiment blatantly in front of our eyes. Like, Bachelor producers are like, we've been bored in quarantine, so let's spice this shit up and like, just make everyone go absolutely nuts. Like, absolutely. Yes. It was wild. Well, Rose-wise, first Rose went to MJ, which was actually very surprising to me. 
Um, so MJ Piper, Brie, uh, Maggie, Michelle, new girl, yes. Mari, Ryan, new girl, Kit, Serena, Abigail, Katie, Victoria, Lauren, Brittany, new girl, Jessenia, Anna, and Catalina. Um, Kayla is gone. I am devastated. You know, Kayla. It was like, I had very high hopes that Kayla was going to go far. I beg that she comes to paradise. We were shafted. We should have seen way more of her. Um, also, Kimberly is gone and Kylie. And of course, then Catalina, uh, who's a pageant queen, makes the toast, a proper toast. And that's when MJ is like, yes, I am a vet. I have seen war and you have no idea <laughs> what you're about to see. So weird. Like she was like angry at them for being like young and bright new recruits who were innocent minded. She's like, we have seen things like you yes. don't understand. And at some point, Anna says something like, oh, they have no idea the blood that they'll see. It was like, whoa. Oh, she was saying if, if the OG in the boxing date later, she was like, oh, I wish that some of the girls, the new girls would have been on there because if it would have been the OG against the new, the blood we would have seen. It was like, oh, my. Like, are you God. guys being fed? Is this like a cannibalism situation? What is what happening? Is you guys can tell us this is not does not seem ethical. This does not seem right in the least. Let us know if you're safe or unsafe, please. <laughs> I mean, and then they put them on this obstacle course date. Oh, which is hosted by Jess. Who who's hosting this group date? Well, I felt like something hadn't been right last season. There was someone that we hadn't seen, and it felt like why? Why hadn't we seen the ghost that is the Bachelor franchise? Because that, that son of a bitch, Chris Harrison, had JoJo replace him for those two. Very weeks. true. Well, Ben is back, baby. Ben is always back, and he is back, and he is here to stay. And I was shocked that we didn't get more Ben. It was a short amount of Ben. And Chris Harrison is realizing that because of quarantine, maybe his job isn't quite as solid. So he only lets Ben be there for, like, the first half, and then Chris Harrison gives the award at the end and, like, wraps up the date. He doesn't even let Ben finish it. Yeah. I mean, my internet was cutting in and out during this, quote, date, and I just saw them wearing weird bear hats and like paddling around in the tiniest boats I've ever seen in what looked like a dis like a swamp. I mean, okay, let me break down this date for you. First of all, we see Ben talking with Matt beforehand, and they have like a heart to heart. And Matt, what I loved is that Matt has seen things that Ben never has. So when he's explaining, he's like, you know what I mean? And you know, it's killing Ben that Ben's just like, I never, I can't relate to what you're talking about because that never happened to me. And then <laughs> Ben says, he refers to the girls as the old regime and then the new regime. And Matt laughs because he probably thinks that that won't go over well. <laughs> oh my. So Ben is using war language as well. So everything is feels very violent um between the old and the new okay. and then when they have this group date they refer to it also we'll, we'll, we'll talk about war as a foot race okay so there's a lot of tactical war terms being thrown out um and then at one point in the foot race they have to get dressed up as squirrels they get put in first they have to cross this small lake in like squash kayaks like vegetable kayaks and then once they cross they put them in squirrel costumes and they have to look around for a net with their name on it who's in charge of planning these 
people who because they ought to be <laughs> fired. Do you remember the capture the flag game? I mean, this it, is not okay. I mean, at least in that they were in like bridal dresses. Like they had to get dressed up as squirrels, which by the way isn't even Matt James's favorite animal. If they're no, going to put them in anything, turtles. Make them a turtle, you know what I mean? But a which squirrel would also work for the date. Turtles exactly. Or going across the pond. But they make them, they dress them up as squirrels. At one point, poor Maggie is stuck in this squash kayak and she can't make her way and everyone else is digging for the nut and Maggie's still lost at sea. Like, and even? And then we see Anna find Brittany's nut and then she hides her nut specifically. I missed that. Brittany is not, Brittany is not, or excuse me, Anna is not here to play right now. I mean, we even saw... We even saw a glimpse of Anna before the date started where she was explaining to some of the women about what she was aware of with Brittany. And that's when she said something about, you know, that there were bottle service girls, but Brittany uh, was around all these wealthy guys and she wasn't a bottle service girl. So, again, okay, we'll go there, but okay. Um, I don't even I think that might have cut out too. I don't remember any conversation about bottle service girl. My yes. internet was being patchy. It was a very it was a quick convo. It was quick. Okay. Okay, okay. But anywho, I mean this is just the, the whole the the, the date date is just a mess. And but Mari ends up winning and then Chris Harrison congrats Mari and hands her and he goes, These nuts are yours. Which I mean, okay. my God. <laughs> Like Chris Harrison is just just giving this to her and just like, I'm going to incorporate this in my next erotica. (laughs) My God. All these women dressed up as squirrels digging for the nut. Like, it's... Ew! (laughs) Okay, wait. Before we get further into this date, should we take a quick pause? We should probably take a quick pause. We should probably because this is about to get real hot. Um, So, broads, Speaking of the nut, it is almost Valentine's Day, which before you roll your eyes at me, you do not need to be in a relationship to celebrate February 14th. No way. I am a firm believer that every holiday deserves a gift to you from you. No partner or lover required. So, of course, I've been planning my gift for myself for weeks now. And my first and only stop was the Majori website. Uh, If you're in the market for fine jewelry for yourself or someone else, Majori is your spot. Jess and I love a Majori moment. I was wearing one of their rings earlier today. They make the fine jewelry that isn't just reserved for fancy occasions. Think classically designed luxury staples made for you to wear all day, every day. They use premium materials like 14 karat gold, sterling silver, pearls, and yes, even diamonds. But of course, the best part is the prices. Majori prices their pieces without those astronomically high retail markups you usually see in fine jewelry because Majori believes fine jewelry should be inclusive and available to all, not just those with deep pockets. I have a few Majori pieces, and it's so cool that they all go together. Seriously, I can layer every single piece Mm -hmm. I've ever bought from Majori, which I love. And they all wear perfectly together and separate. Plus, they're handcrafted, ethically sourced, and made to last, which I can attest to because I almost never take my pieces off. Uh, I can't wait until Valentine's Day to add another piece to my collection. Oh my god! And they always have new stuff. So they're gonna have some cute Valentine's Day designs. I love that. They've got some cute new things. (gasps) Cute, cute, cute. I want a Valentine's Day gift. Okay. Anyway, 
visit maybe i'll buy myself one yeah, visit majori.com <laughs> slash chatty for 10 percent off your order that's majori.com slash chatty for 10 percent off your order that's spelled m-e-j-u-r-i majori broads can we all just agree that no matter how grown up and independent we all get it will always be easier for mom or dad to schedule our doctor's appointments <laughs> like don't True. ask me why but the thought of calling the office scheduling the appointment and then sitting in the waiting room fills me with dread it always has thank god i don't have to do that anymore because i schedule all my doctor's appointments with plush care now it is amazing Oh my gosh, Plush Care makes it so... I love that name, Plush Care. Mm -hmm. It's fun to say. Okay, they make it so easy to not only schedule doctor appointments, but to actually see your doctor virtually. So using Plush Care, you can be diagnosed, treated, and even have prescriptions sent to your pharmacy all within minutes from the comfort of your own home. It's never been easier to prioritize your health. I've used it and it is so convenient. Oh, so good. Plush Care even accepts most major insurance carriers and is available in all 50 states. I know it can be easy to put off small aches and pains, especially right now when getting out of the house isn't always that simple or even possible, but your health is just too important. When you use Plush Care, the entire process is so easy. Um, it just would be wild not to, okay? I use Plush Care to help manage my migraines and allergy attacks because they tend to come on at unforeseen times, and I've been working with my doctor to help determine the triggers and find the right fixes. Unfortunately, that means a lot of appointments, but fortunately, they're all from the comfort of my couch. Plush Care makes it easier than ever to take care of yourself inside and out. Start your membership today by going to plushcare.com slash chatty. Go to plushcare.com slash chatty to start your free 30-day trial. That's P-L-U-S-H-C-A-R-E dot com slash chatty for a free 30-day trial. Plushcare.com slash chatty. I think you can use that for like pink eye and stuff too, pro tip for moms out there. Oh my, I mean, for everything, especially with the kiddos, it's like, yeah. there's so many random things always that come up with the kids that I'm like, oh yeah. God, another doctor's appointment. Now it's so easy. Just book it with plush get care. My, get my Latisse through yes. plush care. Plush yes. Care. And there's always so many appointments available, which is amazing because they have so many providers. Nice. We're not even getting paid to say this. Wow. I know. <laughs> this is like okay. off the time. Um, okay. So the night portion of the date um matt takes anna aside first uh and she tells him how awkward she is which is very much a mckenna blah, 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 move blah, 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 which blah, blah, makes blah. sense why they love each other and our friends um i definitely feel like by the way mckenna and anna are going to show up together in paradise and have like a raven tia moment where they're like am i you and you are me <laughs> like there's gonna be no difference <laughs> they just are gonna merge into one being with their heads together and like the yes. alien like boom, 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 boom. just They'll so much wine dancing so much caffeine just all of it um well Brittany walks in and interrupts of course um and i was like all it's so funny because she was like mad she's like how dare she not ever have any time with matt and want to sit down and talk to matt it's like okay it's like well again you see both sides right it's like you're so frustrated because you haven't gotten any time but then on the flip side this person hasn't experienced this yet, so she doesn't feel like she's gotten any time. Yeah, it's just stupid. And then so she immediately goes, like her response to that is to go and be like, mm, I'm going to go pass on some rumors. Who is she talking to in that moment? Queen Victoria. Ah, convenient. 
So she goes and she sits with Queen Victoria and Queen Victoria calls Brittany slutty and classless in like a, in a minute period. And Anna's cracking up. Anna's living for it. She's at this moment very happy all of a sudden to have Queen Victoria on her side, which, you know, she her and Queen Victoria have been bonding last week with Sarah because Anna was one of the very vocal ones with Sarah as well. Um, and that's when... Anna tells Queen Victoria about rumors that... Rumors of her having transactional relationships with men. Yes. Which is funny to me. Okay. Whenever somebody says something like this to me, I'm like, bitch, I wish I had more transactional relationships with men. Like, (laughs) the fuck? I slept with so many shitty-ass broke dudes growing up in college (laughs) who... It wasn't even great sex. I wish someone had been paying me. I will gladly accept payment now. And you can call me whatever you want to call me. But how many of you have had shitty sex for free? I mean. And she's getting paid for it. And you're going to hate? And the, the level of immediate, like, disgust by so many of the women was so disturbing to like, me. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm saying they're like, oh, so you're jealous. Yeah, (laughs) like that was literally me. Like, like cool. Well, I mean, I was just very. I was right away. Just the reaction with so many of the women, and just so like just disturbed by it. It was just like, oh my god. Like, I guess we're not here yet. But my brain, I'm like, ladies, it is 2020. Well, it was 2020 when they were watching, and it's just like the fact that we're still like the stigmatization of the sex work it's just i mean i i just was so frustrated watching it and they were just just having their little huddles you gotta remember this side of it though too again i'll play i'll play the other little side that when we when okay we're joking about that them basically being held hostage and the mind tricks but you gotta remember if a girl's coming in like five weeks late and there's convenient rumors twittering about her from like three people about her being an escort yeah you're like your brain's like red alert red alert like this person is was sent here as the enemy straight up like if someone has rumors like that and they're showing up late and they're the first thing they're doing is making out with him like as a contestant of the show i think you do have to remember that perspective of being like you know every single message being sent is that this person is like a like the and the new villain kind of thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just was like You know what it, the 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 show this episode was just to me showing a very like dark side of human nature <laughs> where it was like anything that they could get to latch on and they were like so enjoying and later on when all the women were sitting there together when then Katie pulled Matt out separately like everyone was so they're like we love us and we love us talking shit and it was so just like seething and just it just felt Dude, that's so- what I'm saying they're they're creating and cultivating a super toxic environment yeah like not the girls like the environment that they're put in is creating a lot of toxicity and we don't really we I, I don't think we have ever seen this in the show where they bring on a whole new mini cast no and i think what we're seeing is people like actually like, I'm not joking. I think people are having legit, like, mental reactions from this where they're, sure. like, tripping. Like, yeah. legit losing it a little. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. No, it's... it's and they it's, don't think they should do this again. 
No, it seems like really bad. It feels very unhealthy. Like doggy dog, like this kind of gnarly, yeah, dark side of humanity for sure. It's 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 not. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't feel healthy at all. This is not. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't say this is this show is the most healthy environment. (laughs) (laughs) We can remember that. But uh, we can remember that. Seems bad. Anyway, well. She, uh, yeah, so she, they're having this conversation and she's, and Anna's telling Queen Victoria everything, talking about that she knows all the rich men in Chicago. So we assume she's an escort, blah, blah, blah. Michelle um, gets a one-on-one. Yeah, back at the house, Michelle gets a one-on-one. Everyone's upset about it. Um, Brie gets I, the group date, Rose. And then this is, yeah, everyone's pissed. Oh, which by the way, note about Brie getting the group date, Rose, back with Matt. Um they I mean there's something going on so to me we keep seeing clips of Matt we always see Matt interacting with Brie and we always see a moment which my alarm bells go off saying oh so she'll get top two but she'll lose because like we know per use it's always like you talked about this last season we were watching Tasha. you were like it's never the person who wins isn't the one who you always see the most of but the one you see the most of is typically like in top two or top three mm-hmm. so my gut then is watching this says brie is in the top two and but doesn't get the final rose but is second that's my guess who are you thinking for final rose i don't i have no idea yet I feel like we I, I feel like we still are really there's still so many women and I feel like there's moments with like Piper. I feel like it's gonna be like Rachel. There maybe Rachel. Be like there's the moments final. with Piper, there's moments with Abigail, there's moments now all of a sudden we're seeing him with Michelle. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, okay, so uh okay, now Anna confronts her. Confronts confronts Brittany. Yes. And says she got messages. And this was, I was confused at first. I was like, is this in front of everyone? It seems like it was indeed in front of everyone. It was at first in front I thought of, it was cutting and it was. It was in it front wasn't, of I mean. everyone. Okay, so she says she got messages saying she was an escort and um, to, to watch out for her. And this is where Anna's immediately like, I know people are saying you're an escort. I know that's a horrible thing to say about someone. And I was like, okay, bitch. All right, whatever. You're sheltered. And um, and just poor freaking Brittany is just like in tears. Just like I feel like everyone's against me. I mean, she she says that, well, first of all, her reaction is like, wait, you've told people in the house this? Oh, like, yes, you're, you're not you're not sitting down with me alone and like and like talking with me, which, by the way, this is none of your fucking business. First of all, second, you're not going to sit down with me alone. You're going to sit down with me, a group of people. And you're telling me that, like, everyone knows about this. And she's and Anna literally goes, yeah, I apologize about that. But yeah, <laughs> just like, talk about it. Like, like, like not asking for permission and like apologizing later my god like at this point and we hear it from katie later that katie is like yeah by the way just so you know full disclosure everyone in the house knows oh my god so Brittany is shaken um wait this part when victoria said okay then get out of the house i think that was cut well Okay, well, that, that's something to think about because... For some reason, that one really seemed cut to me. Okay, well, um, Britt beforehand says, I feel like everyone is against me and, like, it's really hard. And 
then Queen Victoria says, okay, then get out of the house. And she turns and looks and laughs. And I got sent messages from the broad squad that who she was looking at and they were laughing together. You saw like a part of the person's body in their dress and like shaking, laughing, but you didn't see the face. And it was Abigail. I was getting messages from broad saying, is Abigail laughing with Victoria at at Brittany? And they're cutting it because they're wanting to give Abigail a bachelorette edit. Um, or she goes far on in the show or she's mm. the final or whatever, but they're mm-hmm. trying to specifically edit her out. And it was the same like dress from that evening. So it might've been in a different context. Like you said, it might, it felt a little clipped, um, but it also might've been in that. And then they cut Abigail out. Who to, knows? Who knows? I don't That's know. Interesting. Well, Br- I mean, Who? Brittany's, Brittany's just tripping. I mean, and Wait, but then who said that that was like wrong of Anna? So what was that girl's name that someone was like actually really defending? Brittany? So, so Ryan, who's one of the new girls, oh, okay, was okay, saying okay. like, you know, this is super uncomfortable. Like Anna, her intention was to start up stuff, and now Brittany has to carry this. And you know, I was. It was interesting because I we we received numerous messages from actually different uh, broads who are sex workers, and one of the broads who um, who messaged was saying that, which I thought was just like such a great point to bring up, is that um, she said because sex work is still illegal on a federal level, federal level, and because sex workers are put in danger constantly by the taboo around our work. I don't think anyone should disclose what they do. Um, it might harm our safety. And so that's one of these conversations too, where it's like, not only is there like this major stigma and judgment that's like seeping through, then if if it if it is true, now Brittany's put in this position with with safety, with other jobs. I mean, all that. There's so many layers to this, which but is how so are you gonna go okay. on a how are you gonna go on a dating show i'm sorry but like how are you gonna go on a monogamous dating show though and like not be open about the fact that you're a sex worker i feel like given this context like shouldn't that be something you're out about if you're pursuing someone that presumably is not going to be okay with that well i also received some other messages from our conversation last week where we kind of talked about that a little bit yeah so another another uh broad sent us this message and was saying i'm writing in because i was a little uncomfortable with how the convo about sex workers went in this was last week's episode um i think it's irresponsible to address a sex worker as potentially being shady on such a large platform when we know nothing about her intentions or willingness to be open on the show yet with the stigma behind sex work as it is, it just adds to this. I know y'all have been pro-sex work, um, and that's appreciated, but as a sex worker myself, the segment put a bad taste in my mouth. Um, if I went on the show, I wouldn't feel comfortable telling the lead my involvement in sex work until possibly the fantasy suites, when I knew we had real potential for a long-term relationship, when I felt safe, and when I was able to do it privately so I could have a candid and completely honest conversation without worrying about anything being aired or edited weird. Um, I wouldn't just be protest- protecting myself, but my clients. No, I mean, like the first half of what she said, actually, that makes that's so true. The to 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 suggest that she's being shady, like that, just because she is a sex worker, that makes one hundred percent sense. But this is this. I feel the same way about this. The way I feel about Maddie going on Peter's episode, and a lot of people didn't like when I said this, but I didn't understand why Maddie, who was like a for someone who wanted to re- not have sex until marriage was going on someone that was very outward about like 
um, like liking sex. And I feel like he's very outward about like these Christian Republican values. I don't really know why if you were a sex worker, you would go on with him as lead. I don't In the same feel- way. I don't know why Maddie would like, and then Maddie wouldn't mention it until fantasy suites. Like, I don't know why someone who's a sex worker dating like a Christian Republican dude would like go. I don't know. I'd feel the same way about both is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think, I think that like, I don't think Matt, I mean, maybe I haven't been following Matt a, a long enough, but I had no idea that he was so like very, very Christian until okay. the episode okay, aired. So I, you know, and I think in, unless there's digging, like, you know, obviously our like our bachelor, whatever, where we're like, sure. oh, he's Republican and he's Christian. I don't I don't feel sure. like that was super talked about. Um, it's just like, oh, Matt James, like he seems super cool. Like he hangs out with like a fun crew. I mean, it seems like. All right. All right. I hear you. I'm just kind of like, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like given the show, I don't know. I, I feel the same way kind of with the Maddie, I, the same way I feel about Maddie's stuff about Maddie choosing to like not say anything about her wanting to remain a virgin. Until, I don't know. I'm just like, this is the show you're on is kind of how I feel. I don't know, but that might be wrong. Please feel free to correct me and uh, appreciate the feedback. Yeah, I mean, and then this 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 specific broad did say that she is a monogamous individual, and this is a line of work for her. So it's like this is this is a, something that just like how um, yeah, I, I well, don't people have different right. people have different definitions of monogamy though too. You know, there's kind of sure, sure, but anyways, that's just a thought. Is just talking about that in the fantasy suite, but. At the, I mean, at the end of the day, Brit, Brittany says that she's not. Dude, and look, th- at the end of the day, the way that it was not only said that she was a sex worker, it was said that, like, she is this, like, shady person to, like, stay away from her. And if she mentions later there's stuff about, like, her running with a bad crowd partying. I do have to say, not with having to do with a sex worker or anything, but... I do believe that if someone's reputation is preceding themselves on a show like this, there is something there. Sure, sure. Not talking about judgment about sex work, but she said that people brought up about stuff about her partying, running with a bad crowd, stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm just saying, if someone's reputation is preceding themselves in that way, there's something that's that's not. You know that all that I saw in my brain was that all that I could picture was that there was a night where Anna was hanging out with this guy who was oh, like no. hot and wealthy and they th- and she thought it was going well and then all of a sudden this girl Brittany walked up yes, she doesn't even re- she doesn't even yeah. fucking remember yeah. Anna and Brittany comes in and the guy like peace out on Anna and then just went and hooked up with Brittany and was just with Brittany and then Anna remembered Brittany forever and was like I hate her and because Brittany didn't necessarily seem to remember Anna, but Anna knew who Brittany was. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't get, I mean, maybe she did, but we didn't get this, like, very definitive, like, yes, we know each other. It was a little bit like, Anna was like, well, you know, I know you from the, and she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But, like, there wasn't this, oh, yeah, like, we've known each other for a while. We have the same friend group. No, this sounds like like someone's distant friend, she slept with her boyfriend like that, the, that's that's kind of the vibe that i was getting yeah. where it's like all right that's why i'm saying like there's something there it's like the victoria f stuff we know something's there sure we don't know anything concrete but we know that there's a lot of people saying bad stuff so sure. that's coming sure. from somewhere <laughs> that's all that's all i am saying we can move on with that um well the next day um 
they have Michelle and Matt have the one-on-one date. And I just want to say this right here, right now, Michelle officially one of my new favorites. She was so funny and like, like she just fucking rolled with all the punches that they threw her. I felt like she was like giving Matt the perfect amount of like being funny and cute. She's also not losing her mind because this is day two in the prison. Very true. Very true. But let's not let less us not <laughs> forget fresh. some of the other characters that we're used to, aka Sarah, who's bawling like day three and was like, I'm in love with you and this is hard. Yeah. And I mean, there's yeah. just been so much. Well, no, Matt, I really like her, too, though. I, I Matt right away gets says that Chris Harrison has taken over this date again, which is just frightening. Every time they're saying that Chris Harrison has taken over <gasps> oh, the yeah. date and then it's a scavenger hunt. And I'm like, this is going to be a very dangerous scavenger hunt if Chris Harrison has decided to completely take this over. Uh, there's zip lining. They handle it well. Um, cool hot air balloon. Yes. And have we talked about that? Like the hot air, air, hot air balloons are one of the most frightening things to me of all time. They're really scary. It's so scary. Have you seen scary. that hot air balloon movie? With no. like, what's his face? Um, the guy who plays, uh, who's in the theory of everything. You know, what's his name? He's also in Les Mis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his that name. guy. Anyway, he's so cute. He's in this movie where they're like in the early 1900s and they're trying to go the highest that a that a uh, hot air balloon has ever gone. I would be frightened for this during this movie because every time I see it's like, oh, it's so romantic. I'm like, I'm just seeing scorching flames go on me every five seconds. <laughs> Like, my hair is going to catch on fire. Bro, what kind of archaic shit? You're in a fucking basket being <laughs> suspended up by fire. Hundreds <laughs> of feet up in the air. What? The, a fucking basket and a balloon? This is You're so... Gonna, you think I'm going to go up and risk my death in a basket hung by a balloon? This shit is so wildly You're out dangerous. Mind. You're out of your mind. This shit is so dangerous. Also, the amount of product that I keep in my hair because of my alopecia to keep my hair up... A little bit of fire in my flames. whole head is in flames. I'm Horrifying. completely engulfed. I'm completely engulfed. What are but they th- going to do up there? They're just going to throw you overboard. Well, and then when they're Matt and, and uh, Michelle are making out in this little basket. And all I'm thinking is, oh, my God, fucking basket. they're 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 like so close with the guy who's making sure that they're safe in the basket. And then they zoom out. There's no one else in the basket except them. What the fuck? And Can so- you imagine just drifting up into the sky in a basket? <laughs> Like, they, they're not wearing harnesses or ever in these shits. No seatbelts. No. They're just standing in a basket that's up to, like, their knees, practically. And honestly, we remember the last time that Matt James said to Brie, trust me, and then he had the ATV collision. Like, you know, I'm getting oh in a basket God, with you. fucking angel of death? Yeah, no. Pass. I say nay. This is what's worse. This or going, would you rather be do this date or would you rather be strapped naked to a bungee jump with Colton? I would rather be strapped naked in a bungee jump, even though I don't want to be smashed. Hell no, that's There's, disgusting. It's no, I'm so I'm so grossed out like by being smashed up against some, well, with someone. Hold on to your hats. I'm making out with Matt in the hot air balloon. Have fun with that. Peace. I'm just too I'm too afraid of of the hot air balloon. But the I'd rather die jump. than get whiplash. I mean, not really, but <laughs> I'm really scared of the whiplash on the bungee jumping. Okay. So anyway, um, b- 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 moving on. MJ's energy in this, I'm like, girl, calm the fuck down. MJ's like, past two episodes. 
I haven't been a huge fan of. <laughs> okay, the new girl's like, yeah, whatever. She's talking about like, I just, I feel bad, but I also feel, the, the new girl's in the, still in the stage of like feeling happy for someone getting on a one-on-one. Meanwhile, the old veterans are losing their shit when she says that. Victoria's like, I cannot relate to you at all. I do, I am not happy at all about the one-on-one. Their energy is just so... And- out of MJ control. is like MJ said says it's disrespectful that he gave a one on one to one of the new girls. I'm like, girl, it's like first of all, MJ, calm pro- down. Producer work. Matt James didn't ask for five new women to come, and he didn't like get to hand pick. And what now? You're everything. yeah. Now you're important. Like you're supposed to get more time with him than it's like. Okay, stop. It's like um, I get I get the frustration, but like the level that it's being taken out, like. The, the five new girls, I'm sure they wanted to be part of the original cast, ladies. I'm sure they didn't want to be the five random chicks who show up. But guess what? That's how the producers put them. So like, yeah, and you would have like, said yes to it, too. Of course. It's not like they were like, you know what I would like? Let's pull a producer aside. You know what you should do is have a show up later. Like, come on. That's Nobody stupid. wants to be in this position. It's just That's not such fair. such a childish like, thing to even act like. like yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, um, well, back with... Uh, with Michelle and Matt, they are eating in a car gallery, which is not romantic to me, but hey, go off, you know, whatever. (laughs) Just tons of cars. Okay, Um, he said she's been so patient about what? (laughs) No, I was confused. I'm sorry. I took that. I had to take note of that. I was like, she's... I think, does he mean maybe like she's like, been I'm like, co- do you know that she's new? Do you remember she just got here? She hasn't been here Has for the she past ha- weeks. Have they maybe been quarantined the entire time? I mean, it's definitely possible. Like they've been quarantined for like three weeks. Oh my God, no. I don't think they'd survive. Maybe like, maybe like they might, they've probably been quarantined for like five or six days. I don't know. I'd be curious to find out. But that's we find out that she's a teacher and she her voice just makes me want to like curl up by a fire and fall in love i love her she talks about her students um and the stress of being a teacher during the pandemic yes and how to approach race as an educator Mm -hmm. Um, and apparently they talked also about the achievement gap and the opportunity gap she brings this up at the end she's like you know or he and he's like you know our conversations about the achievement gap and the opportunity gap and he's nodding like yes yes and i'm like oh interesting so we saw them get deeper about some stuff but didn't or we didn't see them get deeper about some stuff but But they apparently they had a they had a full conversation well, and we even so cool. we have that moment too where, you know, she's talking about his food tours and what he does, and she's like, "I want to make an impact." And she says one of her favorite quotes is that some people don't remember, or that people oh, don't yeah. remember what you say, but how you make them feel. And he right away knows that it's Maya Angelou, and they that's have this, a good like, moment. That was, I mean, that's that's a their conversation gave me like butterflies where they had like an intense connection, and he right away tells her he's just like, "I don't want to scare you, but like." I'm serious about this. And he says off camera that their convo is flowing know, better, smoother than, than some of the girls of who's been there. The wow. Shade. I know. I was actually like kind of surprised. But yeah, I definitely felt like they had a, they had like a, a real connection. This like was, I actually feel that word for that. This was probably the first first woman that he has been with that I'm like. I immediately am convinced that she will be 100% in the top four. And I would put like I have my guess. I'm like, yeah, I think Brie, I think Rachel, I think like I, there are certain girls that I'm like, yeah, I, I assume this, but but Michelle, after this date, I'm like, unless something really changes, I would think like I would put serious money on these two going pretty far. 
because that I felt like he felt so smitten and giddy. Now, granted, he's like telling all these women that he's really feeling them and falling for them. Yeah, he's but, in love with all of them. But he he seemed very like taken by Michelle. Totally. Um, right off it the top, surprising. too. Yeah. Right off the top. I mean, he gave her like what fourth or fifth rose at the rose ceremony when he hadn't even barely spoken to her. True. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Um. Okay, then we're back at the ranch again. This is where we hear that two of the girls knew. Brittany's saying that apparently two of the girls knew who she was. Yes. Um, Katie's and being the therapist again. She's talking. Sweet Katie. She's talking to sweet Katie. And um, and she's like, Katie's like, I've had rumors about me before, too. She doesn't refer to what they are, but she's like, I know this is rough. Um, and the rumors that spread were false. And... She asks her if Matt heard the rumor and, you know, Brittany doesn't think so. And Katie's just mad. She's like, this is petty mean girl stuff. This needs to stop. And then she says something that is so like feels so forbidden. She's like this house in this house. There are no secrets. And then it cuts. It's like, this is frightening. <laughs> it's like the house. That, like, I don't know what kind of justice Katie's about to seek. Like, oh, my God. But no, the, the the house is like this like haunted horror house where like it tells all secrets oh and like God. nothing is safe in this house. Like it is kind of haunted mansion vibes for sure. Like <laughs> with all those stairs with the organ going crazy. Chris Harrison's on the yes. organ. Teens, Chris Harrison the is the phantom. <laughs> yeah, totally. Going into his underground cavern. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But I feel I mean I feel so bad for Brittany because it's like she's just like I'm you know and you can tell she's like I'm not emotional you can tell she's not she's pretty like you know not super expressive yeah. and she's like I want to cry like <sighs> the whole thing is a mess. Well they end up having their uh, their group date. Okay, the boxing date, I'm sorry. Like dude, basically nothing happened. Like we could skip basically that entire day date no joke because Basically, like, we see a couple of them kind of fight. We see that boxing lady, Mia, hosting. Wells is hosting. Um, Mia St. John is, like, a real, a huge, a huge name that they got. I don't but, know who that is. But, but Becca. Dude, like, nothing happened. And then at the end, we just see that they, they're like, oh, we have to call it because things were getting intense. Because Serena gets punched in the face. Like, like, I cannot believe that her nose didn't break. We didn't see a lot. But my God, this, this date, I, I... I believe deeply. They didn't want to show it. Yep. I think we didn't see a lot of it because just the glimpses that we got were so inappropriately violent with people who are not trained. No, not to mention they are unwell right now. They are literally all mentally unfit to be trying to hit, to be forced to hit each other. Yes. Katie's just like, I, I mean, and I love Katie, but Katie's like, it's going to feel good to get some of this out. And I'm like, yes, I'm sure people feel this way. And you could see the way that they were fighting with each other in the ring. And I'll be real with you. When they were hitting pads with Mia, I'm like, some of these girls are really good. Like Kit, I was like, oh my God, look at how she's hitting those pads. She definitely does boxing at home. Totally, like, totally. She has a fight camp at home that she like, <laughs> she, I was so impressed. And then they went into the ring and it was proper. They had their headgear on, but then mitts. And they're just, or gloves, and they were punching each other in the head. Like that's oh, yeah, so no, I dangerous. I I couldn't even. I could barely watch. I kept turning my head because I'm like, I don't want to see what happens. I really don't. And she gets punched in the nose. Yeah, and they basically just end it. And then Matt's yeah. like, no more. But then Matt also then goes over to her and is like, Are you okay? She's like, Yeah, I'm fine. 
And then he ends up saying to the side commentary where he's like, they're going to be okay. Like, you know, just put some ice, take a shower. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You you were like doing almost professional football. Maybe that works for you. But these are people who are not professional boxers getting hit in the face. Yeah, not good. Um, I couldn't believe it. So that concludes the day date, basically. And then going into the night portion of the date... um, he has some little conversation that this is the one where he has this conversation with Rachel and that's where I thought it was funny where he was like, yeah, the process. And I was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. And then she we see, said the week was hard. Yeah. And then we see actually more of Piper. Um, yes. We see clips of most importantly, though, Anna and Victoria shit talking again. Yes. Back at the house, Anna and Victoria are like, you know, well, oh yeah, they're- Anna's just like I gave up so much to be here, which is always a funny thing to me because I'm just like I feel like that's everybody did. Like there are actual like lawyers here, like attorneys. <laughs> like too much. There's a lot of big business folk in this room. I feel like a lot of people gave up a lot. Dude, you know? these are, this is where these scenes kind of weird because that's when M- MJ was like really ranting and then Serena was like ignorant. Like they're ignorant. I'm like, wait, you're now labeling all these girls. What? It was just really, dude, it was fucking weird. When they were all together. So obviously Anna and Queen Victoria are ranting with each other alone yeah. back at the home. Yeah. But then when all the women were back together again, it I hate like I hated it like it It was was, so weird I wanted to I honestly I wanted to fucking turn it off because it was like and you know what it was too is like so many so many people that I've liked just being like and it was also watching it when I said like the dark part of humanity as like as dark as this is I felt like I was almost looking in a mirror that was just like Jessica how would you react if you had Dude, been quarantined it was up? creepy and I was like oh my god would I be like mean like this and talking shit and like joking about it like I don't know yeah the way they were talking was like so weird it was weird and I think it was just a dark human thing. I think that we probably would have been doing the same thing of maybe I I it was like watch it was like looking in a mirror and I hated it and Ooh, Katie being the, the absolute night right away is like she's so uncomfortable um and she's right away says and the, the truth I mean she is a truth teller <laughs> she's right away just like they're entitled like we're entitled to our feelings um but imagine being like on their side I think it's time for us to move on and just start afresh here we've gotten it all out yeah all of our stress like let's let's just you know move on and and then mj is just like oh well we're the varsity squad and and and, yeah the conversation is just so uncomfortable and then that's when katie is just like and you're and you're watching then katie trying to like be like hey everybody let's snap out of this yes we've had our moment we've vented it makes sense we're entitled to be frustrated but can we just not and then that's when some of the girls who I love were making comments just like, am I bad? Like, but I want to go off. And it's and it I was know. just, it felt dark. And then that's when Katie was like, I'm done. I'm going to go talk to Matt. And she goes and she finds Matt who's talking to some producers. And we're going to see this next week. And we're going to see it next week. And she tells him, she's just like, I want to address some of the bullying. Um, that's, 
it's just like it's so hard for me to constantly be standing up to them like without you knowing and blah 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 mm-hmm. um there are rumors and she talks about how it could ruin a girl's life yeah and i foresee which i just want to say this right now i foresee people because katie has been like so sex positive that i foresee people like coming for katie being like you're so sex positive but like you're like you're telling they're talking about someone being a sex worker ruining their life i would imagine i'm sure katie will say something but i would imagine that katie would be like um, basically what I read earlier from one of our broads where yeah, it's I was like, gonna say if any sex I'm sure any sex worker is gonna be like, yeah, this is something that like could be dangerous if it was out and if I'm not wanting to talk about it, you know, et cetera. So um Matt is thrown off. He is like, I did not know this. I will not stand for this. I'm gonna be talking, addressing this tomorrow. He's like, who who spread these rumors and why? <laughs> no idea. And so you know that the rose ceremony is going to be him like vetting who oh, it's has. Gonna be, it's it's going to be a nightmare. The start of next, the first thirty minutes of next week's episode is going to be an absolute shit show. I'm Can't horrified. Wait. You're going to hear it here. <laughs> Absolutely first, horrified. Um, so yeah, there was a lot. That that was a lot. There was so much drama. I know. I think it's really because we spent 45 minutes talking about uh, Matt uh, James. Matt James. <laughs> <laughs> and Claire and Dale. That's really what it was. We had to talk about it. We had yeah, to talk yeah. about it. Um, well, broads, um, we will be recapping next week. Don't miss our Thursday same time, episode. Same time, same place. Same time, same place. Don't miss our Thursday episode. We're going to be having a really fun conversation um, actually about sex on Thursday. Yay. So join us for that one. And um, yeah, we'll have more uh, boys chatty bros episodes dropping here spontaneously oh and one other thing how can i not how have i forgotten to say this if you're watching this or if you're listening to this via um the podcast not on youtube you might be noticing that we have a new cover oh yes we have a new chatty bros cover yes we do (laughs) it is time for rebranding it is 2021 we have rebranded. Oh my God. We have a cover. Our faces are on the cover. Okay. So, so don't be afraid when you click on it and go, what is this? This is not the cover I know. It is all, we're moving. We are changing. We are dynamic. We are fluid. It's just, it's all happening right Life now. Life goes on. Life goes on and it gets better, baby. And uh, with that, broads, chat soon. Chat soon. Chat soon.